This episode is brought to you by Balto. Balto is a call coach for sales reps. What sales leaders love about Balto is the ability to give your reps your best coaching during every call. Sales leaders also use Balto to get data on everything that's happening on every call. Balto gives you real information you can use. The best part is it all happens in real time, meaning everything is instant. You can see how Balto works at balto.ai backslash product dash tour. Let's get down. You're dialing in to the All Things Telesales podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lynn. If the phone is your weapon, this is your podcast. We're changing the perception of telesales. We're a tribe of telesales professionals who believe in compassion before commission. We're empowering the call coaching experience by starting with the person and salesperson. When we take care of the person, the calls take care of themselves. Your call is very important to us. Please hold. All right. My next guest is Mark Bernstein, and he is the CEO of Balto Software. And I'll tell you what, I recently did a demo and signed up with Balto with my company, Reliance Era, and we absolutely love the software. So I had to get Mark on the show. And of course, we sent him some shirts. He already gave one away to his girlfriend. He said the compassion before commission, but it's all good because he says she's compassion, he's commissioned. So kind of goes good together. Welcome to the show, Mark. Jake, thank you so much. And hey, I got the other shirt. I'm a telesales beast. That's I was wearing right. that on a run yesterday. Hey. And I was kind of puffing out my chest saying, I wonder if anyone's <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, man, it's the power of affirmations. Yeah. yeah. So, man, as a way of getting started, I tell the telesales beast who you are. I'm Mark Bernstein. I'm the CEO of Balto. And we invented a technology that's analyzing what salespeople are saying as they say it, understands everything on the phone call, the salesperson saying, everything that your customer is saying, and then in real time is analyzing that call and giving you feedback on the absolute best stuff you can do to close that deal. Nice. Uh, I love it because I was interviewed on a podcast. We we're talking about the call coaching um, community, like the culture, call coaching culture, right? And we, and it was a software company and we we're talking about Gong and just different companies and it's all post call this, post call that. And I kept driving hard, you know, nothing beats real time, real time coaching. And I had no idea that Balto existed at that time. And I just kept, kept pushing it. It's called the sales topics podcast. So episode two, if anybody's listening, you could check out how hard I was driving for real time call coaching. And this is Boom. amazing, man. So what made you do this? What made you build this software? Yeah. Well, well, first of all, Jake, yeah, real time is where everything trends. Yeah. Everything that takes a while to get the customers, the consumers, whoever's buying it says, can I have it sooner and sooner and sooner and sooner? Everything eventually is immediate. So why do we have this gap where you have your call recording, you have your analysis, and then you analyze it later and try to figure out what happened. But you, know, you don't need that gap. You can close right. it. And that's what it, we're, all, we're all technologies trend. So I was a salesperson. And like every salesperson, I had that feeling where you have a great coaching session with your manager. They give you, they say, hey, ask these questions. Make sure that you do this close. Make sure you, you don't forget to qualify. And I left my sales manager's office all cocky, kind of swagging on out there. Right. I get on to the phone yeah. and I hang up the phone and say, I totally freaking blew that. Yeah. I knew what I was supposed to do. I just got coached on those questions on overcoming objections, but I didn't do it. Yeah. And 
I realized that there's this gap between knowing what you should do, knowing what the right thing is to do, and then actually doing it in the moments you need to do it. Everyone is trying to reverse engineer in 30 million different ways how to do a good sales call. And, and that's good in some ways. We're learning a lot of stuff. But at the same time, like we all know the fundamentals. It's like listening. It's empathy. It's right. not talking too much. It's yeah. asking good questions. We all know the fundamentals. Right. And the bigger challenge, the bigger opportunity is to get those fundamentals right on every single call. And I, I experienced that that failure as a sales rep that that you know that really makes you feel like I gotta do something to change this. Right. Yeah. So tell me about that journey of changing it. Like how did it all come about? Yeah, it actually started with an Excel macro. So for those folks out there who who love Excel, you can do crazy stuff with it. And I programmed this macro into it where I could type into one of the cells any topic that would come up on the call. So I'd type in uh, pricing. And then I'd hit command shift T and boom, it would bring up my pricing calculator. Oh, wow. um, or I type in implementation and then I hit command shift T, boom, brings up my implementation oh, wow. talking points. Yeah. And one of the other founders at Balto, Chris Contes, saw me doing this. We were working together. Um, and he said, Mark, cool creativity, cool idea. This is not working at all. And I was like, what do you mean? This is amazing. Do you see what I just did? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm watching you on your calls yeah. and you're spending all of this time and attention typing into this macro. Right. Yeah. You're missing everything the customer's saying. Yeah, it's true. And if you want to have a system like this that works, it needs to be automatic. It needs to be passive. It needs to say, I automatically heard something. Here's how you can do better. And uh, long story short, as I met up with one of my uh, ch- oldest childhood friends, his name is Davidson. And he uh, came to visit me out in St. Louis, said, Hey, I haven't seen St. Louis at all. I'd love to come visit. And, you know, some people get lucky. Some people have friends who are real smart. And uh, Davidson is one of those real smart friends. And I showed him this macro. I went to work, came back in the day, and he's an engineer. Yeah. He uh, used Google's speech API to build out an right. automatic macro exactly. in order to get uh, get this thing working. So nice. you know, that's that's how it started. And once we we had that working, we kind of all looked at each other and said, shoot, there might be a real product here, something we could take to market. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so it was a couple it's been a couple of years since you, you know, been on this journey, right? I mean, it's not nothing that happened overnight. Yeah, about about four years, a little under. Yeah. And right now, I mean Correct me if I'm wrong, but man, it's like you're in the hyper growth right now stage. That's that's exactly it. And and I'll I'll say that uh, you know, it gets more fun as right. as time goes on. It doesn't get less fun. Um right. I think a lot of folks are worried, you know, when I'm bigger, how will I maintain the culture? Will there be too much bureaucracy? Will it be corporate? Yeah. And the answer is like, not if you don't want it to be. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. You built the company. You oh, built yeah. the company and, and you get to picture and say, what kind of organization do I want to work at? Do I want now? You yeah. got dozens of, of people yeah. who are all passionate and committed and seeing things in, in, a, in a similar way as you do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I get chills when you're talking about it because I've had the pleasure of like getting to know you and your company and the people that are in your culture. And Rob Liano, who's one of my greatest friends and actually introduced me to Balto, of course, was like, talking about how great the culture is at Balto, right? Like it's just such a good culture and I'm not just hyping you up. Like it's a, it's a really good culture. So tell me uh, about that. Like you mentioned, if you want it, 
then you speak like, cause it's like kind of like a law of attraction type of thing. You don't talk about things you don't want cause then you get things you don't want. But if you talk about things that you want, I want a good culture. Like how, how do you, how do you keep that culture like as good as what I see and feel? Yeah. So it actually starts with, with one thing and it's a, avoiding a very natural mistake that a bunch of new businesses make. And that is you got something you want and you start working on it. And then you want something else and you start working on that. Then you want something else. You start working on that. And you don't take the time to focus on what is most important. When Chris and I uh, first got started and we we brought on Davidson, you know, like a month after we we both started and then we all founded the business together. When we first started, we wrote up on the whiteboard, what is the most important thing I can be doing right now. That was on our whiteboard for the first year. Oh wow! Didn't take it down. It was, it's etched into it. I actually think so. That, that, they, so that uh, most important thing was was there for a year. It was. It was. It's etched. It was ingrained in there. Yeah. It, it's it's almost about the you know and, and building a culture is the same way. It's about the almost yeah. the things that you don't do versus right. the things that you can do. If your right. company has a uh, hundred and seven values, you have no values. Yeah, it's too many values. Yeah. So, so now we're talking some traction EOS tools sounds like, so I love it. <laughs> Tell me more. So, so traction, it's um, the operation, the entrepreneur operating system, um, which is something we use at Convoso, right? It's a company that you're integrated with that uh, was their sales leader for about a year. And um, so we did what we call L10 meetings, level 10 meetings. Mm-hmm. And so um, it talks about core values, right? So always tie in, like when I do a shout out to the, to somebody in my, my company, I would say, you know, shout out to, to Mark. Um, one of my core values is teamwork makes his dream work. So I would say, you know, um, shout out to Mark for helping me with getting that demo book. Teamwork makes the dream work, you know? Yeah. And, and have, yeah. I like what you said, because you can get to a point where you have way too many values. You need to have a narrow, what I'm hearing you say is narrow focus, and what else might you add to that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's about having one goal and knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Once you knock that goal out of the park, come up with another. Fine. For sure. But don't have 10 and kind of do them all okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like um, having having that laser focus, that narrow focus, and, and really focusing on what's important. You know, what, what do you want? Totally. Yeah. And, and with the culture, it's, it's the same way. You know, when, when someone is joining Balto, they need to be able to look around very quickly and say, what kind of company is this? And what do these people stand for? And one of the things that we care deeply about is every single person you talk to at Balto is smart, driven, and a good communicator. Yeah. Those three things, smart, driven, a good communicator. And if every single person at Balto is smart, driven, a good communicator, that means that every interaction that the outside world is having with our company is one where people walk away going, shoot, that person was, was on it. And, right. and, and, and think about all the opportunities that your organization has. Right. If every time someone walks away from your meeting with you guys, they say, shoot, they were on it. Like, right. That's your brand. That's your brand speaking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and there's probably some potential partners that are listening to this podcast right now. And I will, I've got to brag on Sydney, man, because I've been able to work with her one-on-one. And from the very first meeting, 
everything you just described and then some bro, like she came into it. She already had her Google slides ready to go. I mean, I love this uh, quote uh, was in this movie called the mechanic. It was on, on the, the, this guy's gun. It was, it was called victory loves preparation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of, one of Balto's earliest advisors. Um, we actually, we had, uh, we wrote this into a document at the time. His, his quote, um, I can't remember exactly who it was. It was famous, famous actor. And the quote was practice until you die. And we nice. said, practice until you die. That's like a lot. And, and he said, well, yeah, you know, the idea is you want to keep practicing until you're like, I can't imagine doing, doing another rerun. And uh, once you're there, I mean, the next time you really do it, it's going to be excellent. Hey, it's Jake Lynn. I got a quick message from our sponsor. If you're on a mission for commission and you know top sales leaders want to make some side cash, you can partner with Balto, the number one real-time guidance platform, and get an insane amount of commission by referring sales leaders. Balto provides sales reps with coaching during calls so that they can close more and get to that next level. It's an exciting technology with a ton of potential. You can learn more at balto.ai backslash partnerships. So talk to me about, you know, um, the, the, the product talks about, you know, like ramping up and how, how to, how to decrease ramp up time and how to really onboard and be very, very fluid in what, what you do as far as onboarding and training. Tell me some, like, tell me the, your most favorite success story as far as a client. Tell me that. Yeah, I'll actually, I'll even go to um, an individual and I won't give her full name away, but her first name is Stephanie. And I remember that when I met Stephanie, she was new. She was, I think maybe two or three months in and she was middle or bottom of the pack. And we hadn't put Balto in place yet. But the thing that I loved about Stephanie is she had an energy. She had a a desire to be better and a coachability that said, "Hey, you know, I I'm I'm in the middle middle to bottom right now, and and I want to be at the top. So if, if it doesn't mean that the leads are bad, it doesn't mean people at the top are cheating. It means that I got to do something, you know, to to be better. And we put Balto in place, and Balto has this uh, little smiley face feedback." Where you know the the reps who are using it can, uh, if they know something's going well or something's not going well, they could type it and our team will see it and, and help them out. And uh, she would probably, I would say maybe every two days, type a note in the feedback and just talk about a, a piece of advice that she took from Balta that helped her win a deal. Oh wow! And she said, "She said, oh my God, you know the the customer just told me that you know they needed to bring their spouse." And like, even though I've heard that one a million times, I still got nervous, but then Balto popped up the recommendation and I took the recommendation and whoa, I won the customer. And she would type these notes all the time. So first of all, two things, what, like she's self-coaching, right? Right. Every time she types one of those notes and is like replaying what happened in the recommendation, she's self-coaching. So she may have just, you know, she was trying to express gratitude and say, Hey, I appreciate what the technology has done, but she was coaching herself. And the second thing is we go back to her manager. We visited probably about nine months later and we said, you know, Hey, how is everything going? And they said, you know, that one person, uh, you know, Stephanie, she, she's the top of the pack. Now she's the best. She's the top rep. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding? 
So I remember we went over to awesome. Stephanie and we always bring donuts when we visit clients. Uh, and we brought her a donut and talked to her and said, oh my God, you know, this is so cool. You, you've gotten so much better. And she said, oh yeah, you know, Balto, that little dog is my best friend. Um, so, you know, sometimes you just have those, 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 right. those personal stories where you're like, yes, I can see that that person is closing more and bringing home bigger paychecks because yeah. she has that technology with her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and shout out to Stephanie too, because another one of my favorite one-liners is gratitude is a seed for more. And so like she's displaying that gratitude, man, and really using it and being grateful for tools that she had. And now she's leading the pack with her best friend, Balto. (laughs) Yeah. I I love that. Gratitude is a seed for more. It's, it's kind of counterintuitive, right? Because you'd think that the seed for more is not being grateful (laughs) is, oh my God, I want more. But sometimes like appreciating what you have, um, you know, helps you um, make the most of what you have and, and it mobilizes all of the opportunities that, that you, uh, that are around you. Yeah, for sure. It's like, you want to make more? Well, are you prepared to give more? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and you appreciate what you have. Right. Yeah. Along the way. Yeah. So um, I've even gone as far as, you know, getting back into the the routine discipline is a big thing, especially in sales, you know, in leadership of having like alarm clocks going off that says gratitude at random times, like a couple of times throughout the day, I, I show gratitude. I need to show gratitude towards my wife. Thanks for cleaning my office, honey. You know, like I was saying like, Oh, come in my office today. And Oh my gosh, it was clean. You know? Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Jake, do you have any uh, routines that you swear by things where you're like, you know, since I started doing that, my, I'm, my, I'm cooler. Um, I'm yeah. better on the phones, whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely um, listening to like um, Eric Thomas and stuff like that, you know, like that's that's a big routine of mine is listening to motivational, inspirational stuff. And and then I found myself where on the podcast, <laughs> some of our listeners will hear, hear me doing my Tom, Eric Thomas thing. So it just kind of mm-hmm. comes out of me, you know, like the, the motivational, inspirational type stuff, you know. And uh, how about you? Yeah, it's all, it's also tough love, right? Yeah, he's uh he's not like uh you know you, you can do it just kind of right. do your best. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, because I need that tough love, you know, and and it's, it's like I seek out those distant mentors, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, go, yeah. going back to values for a second, um, you know, uh, sh- shout outs where shout outs are due. One of the things I started doing is I downloaded that app Headspace. You heard oh, of it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. It's meditation app and yeah um you know you think meditation like oh geez do i need to like go um for <laughs> right you know, half it, hour a day and, yeah. and and no it's it's 10 yeah. minutes and you got this uh dude with the most soothing voice you've ever heard in your life right um who is actually a monk the person most people don't know that who uh um who, who's on the headspace app uh the, the the man voice was actually a monk for i think 10 years um before we started the app but nice. Um, you know, every day I, I try to start with a couple of minutes of just like taking a deep breath and saying, all right, yeah. in fact, I got this little sticky note right here and says, what is motivating you? What is motivating you? And I look at that a couple of times and like, you know, but I want to build, I know what I want to do. And uh, those little reminders help, help me stay cool and grounded. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And so um, what, what, like, what's your why? Like, why, why Balta? Why, why do you want to do what you do? 
Yeah, it's uh, so uh, I'm on a last dance kick right now. The Michael Jordan documentary. I've been watching it and I'm like, that guy is excellent. He's excellent. He, He is relentlessly being the best at what he does. And, and I'll, I'll tell you just for, for me personally, um, one of the things when you start a business is you, the, the outcomes of the business are based on what you put into it yeah. and test your abilities in every single way, test your abilities um, qualitatively, like trying to figure things out, test your abilities quantitatively. You're going to have to, someone has to pay the bills and do the books. And in the beginning, it's going to be you. Yep. Um, so it just, you, you test yourself in every way. And I, I think that, you know, building uh, companies is a way to grow more than, than you've ever grown before. And I wanted to see what am I capable of? How much can I grow? Push and we, we take yeah. that ethos and we put it into the company, into the technology. We say that fundamentally Balto is a people development company. That's what our technology is about. It's yeah. about the folks who are using it, communicating better, uh, closing more and bringing home bigger paychecks for their families. Yeah. Out for the folks who are working at Balto, having the opportunity to put together a playbook, put together a plan for what is going to be a market leading company here in, uh, we're in St. Louis. So yeah. uh, to be a part of that and be able to put together that plan, right. and say, I saw this happen. I work to make this happen. Yeah. Next thing you do in your career, when you go out, boy, are you starting from a place of strength? Yeah, man. What I see you doing is you're making an impact and impact equals revenue, but only whenever we understand it as impact over income, right? It's like, I want to make an impact and that comes like compassion before commission, right? I want to, I want to change some lives. Like that's what gets me up in the morning, right? It's like, if I'm struggling, like we all do, right? Like getting out of bed, trying to find that passion and that purpose. But if you have something that you can do to make a difference in other people's lives, like what you have with Balto and to have make that in- impact, I mean, you're bringing Silicon Valley to the Midwest, bro. Like that's, that's, you're giving opportunities for people to come work at your company, not to mention what your software does for the salespeople, you know? So yeah, we are. I, I imagine, you know, like you, you ought to be getting fired up every day about what you do, man. I am. I am. And you mentioned impacts over income. And I think, you know, there, there's, short-term income and long-term income or the yeah. short-term dollar and the long-term dollar. I think too many people chase the short-term dollar. They say, how do I make you know, $1,000 tomorrow? And when that's your focus, you're not focused on the impact. You're focused on making $1,000 tomorrow. And usually yeah. it leads you down the wrong, the wrong route. Yeah. But if you think, how do I make an impact tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Then eventually people are going to say, oh my God, that impact helped me or helped my brother, my sister, my mom. And that's valuable. And yeah. an economy, a, a marketplace sprouts up around the impact that you make, yeah. right? Yeah. You can just look at you know podcast example that when you have a voice, you're, yeah. you know, there's nothing physical that's being made. You're just bringing ideas to the world and conversation and bringing your voice out there. And the fact that uh, a voice, thoughts can be monetized and can lead to that long-term income. It goes to show that impact is first and impact is where the focus should be. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and the income is going to be a byproduct of that, that impact, you know, and just having that burning desire to want to help others. Um, I totally see that in you and everything that Balto stands for. So um, definitely, um, you know, when you do have that impact, like you're making, it makes you referable. And you don't mm-hmm. even have to ask for referrals. You'll, you'll do such a great job that you're getting referrals without asking. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, pe- people love to refer people who they think went above and beyond. Yeah. And, you know, I'll give kind of a silly example, but, um, you know, I live um, in an apartment on the eighth, uh, eighth story. Oh, wow. And whenever I, whenever I order Postmates, um, there's eight stories and usually thank God the elevator's working. Right. Um, but some, there are some Postmates people who will bring it all the way up, put it right outside my door. And I, I feel compelled to give them the fattest tip I possibly can have yeah. to. Right. And, and, you know, in part, it's just like saying, Hey, thank you. You went above and beyond. You went above and beyond. And I think that, you know, everybody has kind of a special place in their heart when they see people go above and beyond where you just want to be around that person. I think that that's one of the ways that referrals happen. Yeah. Yeah. I love it because I mean, I totally get up, had Postmates call me outside of like Composo when I was working there and like, come out here and get your food, you know? Yeah. I dropped it on the street. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's out here. You might want to get it before the rain catches it. Oh, but it doesn't doesn't rain in California. So we have to worry about that. (laughs) But yeah, man. So, um, you know, we're, we're coming up on our time. So, I mean, I definitely appreciate your time today. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah, Jake, thanks so much. So, uh, first of all, you can find Balto at balto.ai. Want to check us out, see what we do? Balto.ai is the place to go. Um, on LinkedIn, um, I, I'm, uh, I think, at LinkedIn slash in slash Balto CEO. Try go. to make it real easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the, if, if that's not right, um, then you can look up Mark Bernstein, M-A-R-C, yeah. uh, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N on LinkedIn and, and connect with me there. Yeah. And you can reach out to me directly for a direct uh, introduction to Mark as well. And uh, definitely appreciate you today, Mark. And uh, I'm looking forward to being a part of Team Balto, man. Let's get it. Let's do it. Jake, this was fun. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you. Visit allthingstelesales.com for additional resources that can help you drive more revenue. Did you like today's episode? If so, subscribe so next week's episode will be available for you. And if you really like today's episode, leave a five-star review. It's a good way to get the word out there. And if not, check out another episode. Maybe then you'll be able to rate the show five stars. Anyone you'd like to hear from on the show, send an email to podcast at allthingstelesales.com. I'd love to hear from you. Don't threaten me with a good time.